Now to discuss the real estate market, I'd like to bring in Kenny Simpson, mortgage advisor at the Simpson team. There's a lot going on here. And uh, obviously financial markets, equity markets, fast moving. Things are on the move here. But real estate tends to happen a little bit more slow motion. However, uh, of course, higher rates have their impact. And 2022, if it's done anything, it's deliver higher rates. So talk to me, how is that uh, impacting uh, the housing market, the real estate market, uh, as we see mortgage rates spike in here to new, to new highs? Yeah, I mean, look, buyer confidence is way down, right? I mean, they're looking at their payment surge, prices are still high, sellers are getting fearful, so they're taking houses off the market, so there's more inventory, but there is, it's becoming more of a buyer's market, so there is an opportunity, though. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's the interesting piece, especially for those who were patient, maybe rented uh, through the pandemic time when uh, there was seemingly a shortage of supply and a never-ending amount of demand. And, uh, you know, a lot of those things are, are happening and playing out in several parts of the market. We were talking autos earlier. You're seeing that kind of whipsaw, whiplash effect. Uh, Real estate, however, is one of those things. Like I said, it's a, it's a little bit slower uh, moving, but, but rates themselves have been, of course, quick moving. How is that affecting things on the lending side? Has that uh, incentivized more mortgages, or is there a little bit of a pullback here because uh, times are seemingly getting a little bit more tough? Yeah, refinances are dead. You're going to refinance if you have to, or maybe pulling cash out or pay off a private money loan or high interest, even though they're high. But otherwise, um, yeah, it's pretty much purchase volume right now and purchases. And like you just said, the, the opportunity is if somebody isn't scared to take on a 6% mortgage and have a higher payment with the opportunity to refinance, you know, in a year or so down the road, then that's it. And some people are really scared and they're just going to sit back and wait and, uh, you know, see what happens. So what are some of those things to know? Uh, you know, I, I'm possibly down the road going to be in the, this market. I've rented so far uh, in, in my, you know, my young professional life here. And, you know, down the road, what are some things that, that we should know if we're, if we're looking to make that kind of a step, make that first home purchase, or maybe even second or third, whatever it may be, but in a changing rate environment, what are some things to, to keep, uh, keep uh, on, the, on the burner here and think about uh, when financing a home and making this type of decision? Yeah, well, number one, I mean, uh, you're going to really want to work with an experienced person right now. A lot of people got in the business a couple years ago. They haven't seen rates like this. They're probably freaking out. But having, I've been doing this 18 years, having somebody with experience that has been through up and down cycles can help you, give you the confidence. Also, you're going to want to shop around. Um, mm -hmm. You know, make sure you look around to get the best rate. And then, you know, who you're working with, your lender, your real estate agent, all that, and make sure they're on the same page and that you understand your products and what they're offering and the cost. And um, most people, right now because the rates are high they're doing a buy down or having lender give them credit towards closing costs to buy down the rate to help ease the payment and get them through the next year or two you know what kind of trends are you seeing i know just anecdotally i've noticed within my my own social circle uh maybe movement to, to warmer pastures during the uh the pandemic be that in arizona or a florida uh accumulation of let's say properties that people want to use as rental properties through services like airbnb or even traditional rental are those kind of trends that we saw kind of build up in let's say 2020 2021 uh still in the same uh you know direction are those still the things that you're seeing or are those things that have maybe faded as uh, rates put pressure on this market? 
Yeah, great question. For example, I'm here in San Diego, California. If you take a market like Palm Springs, when we were on lockdown, people weren't flying all over, you know, Orange County, LA, San Francisco, San Diego. A lot of people were just getting in their car, drive a couple hours. They end up in Palm Springs, rent a vacation rental. So a lot of people went there, bought the vacation rentals, renting them out. There's housing are starting to slip. You take a place like Phoenix, Arizona, the boom and bust market, um, people moved there from California and went over there, overpaid for houses. They're having a big correction a lot of inventory buyers are getting scarce people are trying to sell panic sell to get out and get their money out so you're going to see many different markets have peaks and valleys and some markets might not feel as much as other but you're seeing places like idaho like you mentioned the mountain regions where people went there to buy or you know go to vacation those are having slowdowns too so people can get on a plane now they can go different places the pandemic is you know eased up and so what we were doing before a couple of years ago, it's definitely changing back to more normal life and it's affecting real estate in different parts. Is there kind of an equal and opposite reaction then elsewhere? So if you were moving away, let's say from some of those places that you mentioned, maybe the LA County region to a place like Arizona, did you see kind of an equal and opposite reaction where real estate prices came down uh, in some of those areas? And as we see the normalization effect maybe happen in a Phoenix area, as you mentioned, are we starting to see a renormalization and maybe an increase in some of those uh, counties that maybe uh, had people leaving them? Is it kind of just the, the classic, you know, over adjustment, readjustment as things get back to a, a more normal world. Absolutely. You know, exactly. It's it's very just uh, up and it was just like one left and one came. But here's the thing, you know, I think if you look at red states and blue states, the blue states, it's harder to build. You know, if you take San Diego, it's very hard to build here. It takes a long time and it's not as feasible. You go to Arizona or Texas, you can build much faster. There's more land. It's, you know, it's so it's easier. So people flock there. They saw the deals. And also, too, people when interest rates were low, they're focused on payment. So mm -hmm. they're going places and way overpaying because I I can afford the payment and now it doesn't make much sense so people are coming back down and i think what we're getting is the dust is settling everywhere interest rates are rising you know the fed wants to slow this down and they're getting what they want especially in housing but like you said where people really fled really hard and money went in there and overpaid I think you're going to see much more of a correction somewhere like phoenix than you are somewhere like maybe la or san diego and we're seeing that right now and that's some, this is simply supply and demand dynamics. So we'll watch it. It yep. plays out a lot slower in the real estate world. Have the patience. Keep your eyes on it. But, of course, we need places to live, too. So uh, always uh, an interesting conversation. Love to talk it. Kenny Simpson, a mortgage advisor at the Simpson team, uh, great insights. And, and really appreciate uh, you taking the time and joining me here uh, this afternoon.